Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. This weekend, I will be in Houston, Texas, and Phoenix, Arizona, with Dane Cook, Friday and Saturday. This week, tomorrow, I will be at the Laugh Factory at 7.30 for a killer show. Me, Pete Holmes, Nick Swartzen, Doug Benson, Candace Thompson... Mark Saratella, Laugh Factory, tomorrow, 7.30. Go get your tickets, adamraycomedy.com or laughfactory.com. Wednesday and Thursday, I'll be at the Comedy Store. And then Friday, I'll be in Houston with Dane Cook. And Saturday, at Comerica Theater with Dane Cook in Phoenix, Arizona. Those tickets at danecook.com. Friday, Houston. Saturday, Phoenix. Come out and see us, baby. Getting uh, near the end of the Tell It Like It Is tour. Next weekend, I'll be with Dane in Florida. And uh, and Atlanta. So uh, again, come out and see us. And then Los Angeles Dolby Theater, November sixteenth. We're going to close it out. Tons of LA shows coming up to Laugh Factory Comedy Store. Sandy Danto doing our Instagram Live going live show, November eighteenth. Tons of shows. All the ticket info at adamraycomedy.com. Brad Williams this weekend going to be in San Jose at the San Jose Improv. Go see Brad Friday and Saturday and Sunday, November first through the third. San Jose Improv. BradWilliamsComedy.com for tickets. Today's episode. Oh, baby. Met this dude through my boy, John Ranitsky. Uh, three-time guest of the pod. Hilarious man. Um, and uh, and he's uh, a beast. He was a young, hungry agent, uh, then manager, and uh, now uh, then worked at uh, the digital space at the uh, Collective, and now runs Studio 71, the head of comedy development. Um, runs Brittany Furland's podcast, uh, Josh Wolf. He's got a hand in, in uh, Josh's Controlled Chaos um, he's a, a rising star on the uh, entertainment side of the business, the business side of the entertainment business, whatever. He's a gangster. And, uh, and he went through one of the craziest, scariest health scares that you could probably imagine. And he tells the whole story and it's no joke going to blow your fucking mind. Um, his name is Brian Lieberman. Yay. Brian Lieberman. Follow him on Instagram at unbelievable b l i e b a b l e, same for Twitter, and uh, and enjoy the hell out of this episode, man. Get ready to be fucking blown back. Uh, follow me at Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. Brad at Funny Brad at Alan Podcast. About last night podcast.com for past and present eps um, and uh, Alan merch. Read the room. My album still available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Spotify, and uh, my comedy music album, Songs for the People is going to be available for pre-order very soon. We have the uh, release date of December 13th. I just sent in all the tracks. <clears throat> Recorded some sketches last week with Frank Caliendo, Piot Michael, Jonathan Kite. It's going to be dope, dude. Johnny Resnick from the Goo Goo Dolls laid down some backups on uh, a song about my nieces. I'm fired up, dude. I put a lot of work into this. I can't wait for you guys to fucking hear it. December 13th, Songs for the People. Be on the lookout for pre-order. About last night, pod at gmail.com for all your uh, for all your Adam Ray merch. Because, yeah, I'm fucking reading fan emails um, 
Next week, I'm going to go through them. I think I said this week, but next week. So email us, aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com, where you get the pod, how you got into it, your favorite apps, why you love it. Um, and I'm going to send uh, free Adam Ray merch uh, for another two months here before 2019 closes out. So uh, send us those emails. And, uh, and, of course, rate and subscribe on iTunes. Five-star rating, comment on the iTunes page, helps us climb the charts. I'm going to start pulling from some iTunes comments as well. So get on that shit. Great apps coming up. Uh, we've said it before, Stamos, Winkler, Morin, Carvey's uh, on Wednesday, Ida Rodriguez, Kelsey Cook. Make sure you subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family, and enjoy the fuck out of this episode. Now that we got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with Brian Lieberman. That's your water. My water. What if it was like some weird couch with a dildo and it was like, you're on the dildo couch. <laughs> you're on the dildo show. <laughs> this is a, a new evolution of our podcast. Now we do the dildo couch. Yeah, however you want we to see be. how long can you be on the podcast while maybe Maybe there's a dildo. more of that. We'll see. I mean, there's, <laughs> you can adjust it however you want. You can, yeah. You can, um, I think this is good, right? Like this. You know, here, you can tilt this thing. Oh. Here. I got it. There you go. Yeah, I just don't want to fuck with your equipment. There you go. Yeah, that's perfect. That's great. That's great. This is perfect. Huh? You're uh. The dildo couch. Keeping the the uh dildo couch rant. Really edit them. Like if we have to, we've edited a few. But um. Yeah, like there was one time when Adam just said the n word continuously for about nine minutes. Perfect. Like, and we had we had to edit that out. I mean, edited out like three of them. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, like, I feel like you got to get in like a good mix of offensive stuff and then PC stuff. You do. With, it's 2019. We need to have an even keel. Yeah, we do. And that's yeah. why we're keeping in dildo couch. I love it. Like, <laughs> is that good? I'm a small guy, you know. Scoot that way a little bit. I'm gonna scoot right? this way. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. just tell me if I gotta keep, keep you scooting. Go. You know. As long as you're in front of. Listen. The yeah. bike. I'm right here. But you can move it. Yeah. You're not gonna break it. So. No, okay. I think we're I think we're not too far away from from yeah. from dildo couch. Yeah, because like now like one of those popular YouTube shows that a uh, hot wings show yeah. where the celebrity just eats like the most hot wings ever right. and tries to conduct an interview. It's one of the biggest shows online, and I don't yeah. get it. I don't get it either. And I love it. You don't know, like I, it? I mean, look, I've it's never really wa- but it's like, yeah. not like itching to watch those episodes. It's funny. Someone yeah. someone asked me if I wanted to do it, and I went, I mean, yeah, because it's popular, but. No, because <laughs> I, I also don't. just like don't like spicy things. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> sit there and like be sweating and in pain while someone says. So tell us about when your father had cancer. I mean, like I don't, I don't really want to be that, trying to well, with com- the spicy food. Yeah, compartmentalize. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to do that. What I'm, would be you're a content creator, a producer? What would be a good show that that you think that would be. Um, you know, with with comedians, because that show is, right. I mean, they have athletes and everything, but it is right. a, still a, it, comedy is still at the forefront of yeah. that show. So, like, what would you uh, 
think would be a good way to have an interview chat show one on one I mean, like, with a fun element like that. Because yeah, yeah, I think yeah. after that, other than dildo couch, which other is all, than dildo couch, which and is our idea. By the way, which is our idea. We're patting that right now. Can you have a chat with a dildo in your butt? <laughs> you guys keep bringing up this dildo couch, and all I can think about is like a couch with like dildos all around it, like the Game of Thrones chair. <laughs> so instead of swords, it's just dildos. Exactly. Oh my that god, awesome. I would laugh harder if that if that I'd seen Game of Thrones. Uh, You've never seen Game of Thrones? No, but I have seen. But I know what the chair is enough to get the dildo couch right. reference. Yeah, it, it. like yeah, I see. Guess what? I would have watched it if 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 episode two. But I was like, <laughs> dude, you missed last week's. You got to get into the show. You... Prometheus sat in a what's his name again? Uh, psoriasis. What's sure. Let's, let's go with psoriasis. <laughs> let's go with that. Oh, who's the chick? The the, uh, the white white chick. Uh, oh. Tourette's. Tourette's. Yeah, yeah Tourette's. No, it's not. <laughs> but guess wow, what? good. You're getting better. Nope, still believed it. All right. well, no, wait, is he talking about da- Daenerys? D- yeah, Daenerys. Daenerys. Clitoris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clitoris. By the yeah. way, Sarai's just not too far off. <laughs> really and again, close. if you guys told me in a synopsis yeah. of a Game of Thrones episode, you got to get into the show, Adam. Right. Sarai's sat on the dildo couch. I would have <laughs> yeah. been like, well, okay. You I, can't. Pitch me better than that. I she guess sat I'm down in. and she never got up. That was the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, that was, was the end like, of the show. Well, we saw who won the Game of Thrones. <laughs> Huge bummer. You sat down and you just never. By the way, got that's up. if there is an infomercial for a guy being like, "Come on down to Gary's Dildo Couch Emporium." That's <laughs> you'll never tag. get up. Yeah, yeah, you'll sit down and you'll never get up. <laughs> I mean, that's what they should do for these new mattress commercials because it's all like these mattress in a box commercials. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, there's a couple, but I won't mention them because one of them might sponsor the podcast. Right. Uh, but you we love like, you guys. Guys. Yeah, thank we, we love you. we thank love you all so of much you for all the support. everything. Yes. everything, and like that would be a much better sell. Like I think they just they do these commercials where they're like, "Oh, it's your perfect night's sleep." No, they need to come out and be like, "Dude, you can fuck on this." Like. <laughs> really well i'm actually not even kidding i have a friend i'm not gonna name him by name because yeah. if this got out he would probably be ruined forever rob schneider it yeah. is rob. <laughs> uh no but i got this buddy who i went to college with and he's like huge nympho goes mm-hmm. to these like crazy sex orgy parties he's invited me multiple times tell me more yeah. okay that's just too weird you're talking like the eyes wide shut type stuff like very much so he's like yeah right. you come you got to bring like two or three girls with you and you got to be down for them to get fucked by all these other people i'm like dude like i'm like a one woman guy and if yeah. i see other some other guy fucking this girl i'm gonna be super self-conscious Jealous. and freaking out i can't yeah. do that yeah um so he goes to all these fucking sex parties and uh wait sorry i was i was talking about the sex party thing oh uh shit i'm blanking on this no right the now. um dildo couch. Buddy, the dildo couch. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. so this guy who's obsessed with these sex parties he's like yeah man like i'm i, I got like this big project i'm working on right now i'm like oh is it like a film project or like tv because he works in, in the business right. he's like nah man he's like i got this like private like builder who's coming to work and like make my couch and my bed into like a sex object holy shit so like you you like he's like you position a girl like somewhere in the middle of the bed and like a dildo pops out and like starts fucking her and like I got like, like a fun house like a, like a sexual fun house like a sex fun house it and sounds like Inspector Gadget made a sex mattress meets mousetrap go go gadget dildo <laughs> <laughs> and all of the oh walls God, all of the walls are painted purple and he calls it the purple suit factory it's really fucking weird but oh, like, the purple suit factory it's strange how long have you been friends with Jeffrey for like, Epstein s- <laughs> for like <laughs> six <Jesus>. years <laughs> wow thinking everything now i mean yeah that's that's an that's another level of i don't want to dedicate that much time matt lauer had the sex and money yeah and money this kid's spending thousands of dollars like that's my sexing up his house sexing up his house see that see the see the the weird like the weird part about there's many weird parts about that (laughs) but one one, but one of the weirdest parts (laughs) is like could you imagine if you like 
you're walking back to your car from the Home Depot and one of those kids comes up and is like, can you spare like five bucks to help my basketball team and buy this chocolate bar? And you're like, no, all my money is going to my sex bed. My go-go <laughs> gadget sex a dollar bed. Right now. I got a dildo coming out of a headboard right now. Lube <laughs> comes out from the sheets. Like, I can't. What, you want me to buy a chocolate bar? Can I rub the chocolate bar on somebody's nipples? I'm all, like, for, that's helping the only these, I'm all for helping these kids, but getting fucked is A plus priority. <laughs> right now. Yeah, wow. That is... That is something, but like like I said, we're just a few steps away from that. Someone's gonna have, uh, like, we have comedians in cars getting coffee. We're three years away from uh, comedians telling jokes with with a butt plug. Comedians in cars <laughs> getting coffee while getting fucked. While getting coffee. <laughs> I mean, because YouTube, you know, stuff like that. The, the standards for uh, censorship are a lot are a lot different. Well, yeah, I, I can even speak to that. Like, I'm I work on that side, and like, you sure. can't really get away with anything anymore. Like, it's so PC now on YouTube. On YouTube, okay. Uh, like, so, like in the the era of like mail order comedy is over. Like, there yeah. are sketch comedians that are doing great work on YouTube, but like the algorithm does not favor sketch content for some reason. So it's really hard yeah. to find. And now, can't you like? Because I, I have some friends that do political humor. Yeah. And can't people just flag yes. anything as offensive? My Instagram account literally got taken down yesterday for posting a photo of my shirt off. <laughs> they were like, you've violated community guidelines. Whoa. And it was not. Is that because you have a baby face and they thought you might be. Maybe. You, you like, might be nine. It's possible. But okay. like, I ha- like, it was at a time when I still had hair on my chest. Sometimes I shave it to look, to look more <laughs> like a baby. Um, and... And and it, I, I had hair on my chest, and I was covering up my genitals with my thumbs up. Okay. But there was nothing about it that was racy or inappropriate. No, it's just funny. It was funny. Like if By anything, way, male like, nudity. People, yeah. Funny. If anything, people would see it be like, yeah, like that's a, a picture that Brian would post online. Yeah. But like now, it's like a huge thing with my group fr- group of friends. Like we're calling it Instigate because I also have this like really weird habit. Like that if my pictures aren't getting enough likes, uh-huh. I'll take them down and then I'll re-upload them at another time. But okay. I'm moving up. Like I took Instagram off my phone for days and then this Face Me app came out and I was like, I got to put this thing up. This is sure. so funny. Gotta and know then I put like up a photo old. and my Instagram account gets taken down. Oh, wait. Oh, so did you have did you have yourself as old naked with the thumbs old up? Old naked with my funny. thumbs up on my dick. Very funny. Yeah, very funny. And I and I and I fought it and they they reactivated my account but I'm not allowed to post for like another like 72 hours. And that's something. the thing like if something like that happens, it's not like Oh hey, uh, the uh, gate to your building won't open. You know who to talk to, right? Like when you're talking to what the Instagram police, they're like, right. "Will they get Mark to me?" Zuckerberg, will they not? <laughs> yeah, like will, will like, and it's really up to them if your yeah. stuff gets continue, gets flagged. Or but gets but not. I mean, but like, I mean, I'm seeing all these like Instagram girls like posting like titty pics with like you know pastes on their nipples. Yeah. And oh like, yeah, like like how is that okay? And I can't post a picture of myself in a bathtub with my thumb over my dick. <laughs> You should be able to. Is it's, it because I look like so young? Probably. <laughs> you do. How yeah. old are you? I'm 28. Yeah. Wow. If, if you get that baby face. If you shaved every, if, if you like shaved your face, like yeah, I think I I think Michael Jackson would still go for you. I, and honestly, that's an honor. Did you watch that documentary? Of course I did. <laughs> How quick are you in just the entertainment business on a whole? When you see something that's clickbait or you hear about something that everyone's like, you gotta watch. Do you go to? Usually I do, yeah. Because yeah. like I, I feel you're, like, in, you're interested, and also you feel like you 
I feel, well, I mean, I feel like it's like a conversation starter, right? It I mean, it's like, did you see that video of that little guy freaking out in the bagel shop? Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. I did. I was did. amazing. I have. I thought you were talking about Brad for a minute. No. I was like, wait, is there another video? <laughs> You're not my dad. I have thoughts about this fucker. <laughs> so do I. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Because, all right. First Initial of all. Initial thoughts. Yeah. First of all, he's like, oh, man, you, you, you girls on Tinder, you, you hate you hate short guys. Right. Yeah. Welcome to my fucking life. Be, th- be thankful. You're five foot, you but piece you of shit. you crush yeah. it. I, exactly, and I because don't you do embrace so it. either. You embrace, I embrace it. my height. Yes, issues. not you don't you don't get mad. But this no guy sounds like he's got like issues. He's got and years other stuff of going on. Like I'm such a compassionate person that I yes. immediately feel bad for him. No, and I'm yeah, like, I mean this guy attacked. has he got he you could tell other shit was going on. Yes, he has struck out hardcore. For he sure. clearly has had women be like. You know, you short fuck. Whatever it is, yeah. they've. I'm paraphrasing, but I'm right. sure they have he, said some not nice things to him. He probably and fucked na- up his toaster strudel that morning. And I'm now sure. he's at his probably his favorite bagel shop, <laughs> yeah. or, what, or was it a McDonald's? It was a bagel shop. Yeah. Okay, and it, it looked a, good. Like the bagels looked. And this really is probably good. he's he's like, what can I control? I can control the bagel sandwich that I like. And now not even that place is serene for him. You know no, what I'm saying? Yeah, like now that, was, that was the one place he could go. And feel safe. And, feel and not safe. get chastised. Right. And now some people, and, and the woman behind him, who, did you hear that? why he got all fired up? Why's that? So he tried to order, um, we wanted an egg on the sandwich a certain way. And the woman, I think said Indian or Pakistani, and uh, did not understand really what he wanted. Right. And kind of rolled her eyes. And he was like, it's what I get all the time. You don't have to do that. And then she was like smirking with other customers at him because he was like not getting freaky uh, Friday yet with it. But he was just kind of like, yo, this is what I always do. It's not a big deal. And then she was making faces to customers and kind of being like this fucking guy Uh, in front of him. That's not that cool. to me is such a big no no. Yeah, but that's not cool. No, like, that's not cool on her. And so part. they set him off. Yeah, yeah. like if you're a, like the guy asked for something and you didn't know how to do it, and yeah. you're like this fucking guy wants over easy eggs on a pumpernickel bagel. But also, <laughs> like, why the fuck is it not okay to get an over easy egg on a bagel? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like, I honestly kind of side with the guy now. Like, I there's nothing I love more than an egg on a bagel. And, and I love that statement. <laughs> Hold that thought. Today's episode of the About Last Night podcast is brought to you by Dildo Couch. Yes. Once you sit down, you'll never get up. Also Even- brought to you by eggs on. On a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They've been happening for years. Quit making your orders confusing and you won't get yelled at in a bagel shop. Yeah. What's that <laughs> so guy's good. name? I followed him on uh, Instagram though. Does he have a lot? Does he have a big following? He made me 2,000. I feel like he's getting so, like he's getting, he's getting his so mom. He'll, right oh, he's getting, he'll be, no, like he's getting a lot of, like yeah. he's getting a lot of, girls right now he'll, or, or guys I mean like I don't oh, have a sexual preference you think there's some bagel yeah. empathizers I'm <laughs> sure dude I'm sure by the way aren't they gonna battle the Transformers soon the yeah. bagel empathizers absolutely I'm, but, I'm wait, but sure don't you will. feel like he's gonna be invited like some event like models gonna be yes. over him they're gonna be like you're the guy yes that's they're, awesome people like, are so obsessed yeah people, people are so obsessed with fame now that yeah. there's absolutely some women out there that'll fuck the, the angry bagel guy I would <laughs> I let him he's fuck like me he's like the Jaya of 2019 Jaya of 2019 drink four if you're playing the Do you Sanjaya remember Sanjaya? What? Yes, dude. I, mean, I went to I all those. I concerts. saw that movie. Do you remember Sanjaya? No. Wait, like, <laughs> no, okay. Do you remember Sanjaya? <laughs> no. Okay. If so, put a pin in that. Yeah. But you went to all the American Idol concerts. Like, I went to like four of them. I've only read about you people. Yeah. <laughs> How were they? Terrible. <laughs> But they were I, so cool at the time. I know. And guess sure. what, dude? They're probably... Like, it's Ruben Stoddard. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I still and, say that. Only time and now, that this guy, has now ever he owns like a yeah. lobster shack in like New Orleans. Good for him. I mean, Come on over. Look at a lobster. That doesn't Is sound that bad. what he does? I don't know, but he should. That was a brilliant improv <laughs> and an you. even better business suggestion. Yeah. Ruben, if you are listening, and we know you aren't, but um, <laughs> dude, that guy... <laughs> 
cashed in on that. And Gosh. I think Idol, I mean, look, I watch The Voice every now and then if my dad's like, you gotta see this train wreck mm. on The Voice, or yeah. you gotta see, he loves when people do succeed and they have insane stories, like Susan Boyle, he st still can't even believe that that's so a real cool. thing. Yeah. But yeah. Ruben Stutter was in an era where, you know, there were still, I don't know how much reality TV we were even exposed to at that point. You know what I'm saying? Idol yeah. was in its maybe third or fourth year. I think right? it was like its, yeah. Him and definitely. Clay Aiken, it yeah. was the talk of the town. You want to talk dildo couch, Game of Thrones, this was like every water cooler was like, did you see what Stutter did? Did you, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson is going to do a guest spot on this season. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And think remember about Dane like, Cook performed on an episode of American Idol. That's, that's that, I remember. And at that's it, the crazy of, yes, to think about. It mm -hmm. is. And you know what? Now you looking back, like think about how progressive that season was. The Why? top mm. two, gay black, gay black, not just yeah. gay and black, but gay and heavy black, heavy right. black and thin gay and thin gay. <laughs> By the way, those are my gay. those are my two favorite thin porn gay, categories. Heavy black, <laughs> heavy black and thin gay. <laughs> I, wa I watch them all the time. Thin gay. By the way. Uh, sounds like <laughs> when they were in the room trying to come up with the name for Ben Gay. Yep. Yeah. They were like Thin Gay. And we like, can't well, do that. We can't do that. And they're like, dude, let's give Ben the credit. He came up with the <laughs> ben, idea. Ben's gay. Yeah, ben That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm That's having great. a great time. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, coming I'll make up. make it fired though after I would like, Sure, sure. <laughs> I would love to see the behind the music on how cream names got made and not just cream <laughs> names and by the way what, like saying the cream name too many times makes you feel like you gotta sign some paperwork absolutely but I feel like the Fat guys black thin gay cream name heavy black <laughs> <laughs> is that your vocal warm up in yeah. theater school yeah have, have, he wait. He heavy black thin gay cream gay no. cream, cream, cream name whoa cream, cream gay like, see the fucking straight dude and Brad got all nervous and I he's like it's that. done you know what straight Brad's gone you said gone. cream gay by cream gay <laughs> Bring it. Straight Brad died today. Cream gay, by the way, if you're a, a decorator trying to help somebody figure out the paint for their house. I'm thinking See, a cream gay vibe for this one. Cream wall. gay? You want I'm cream thinking gay? heavy black. <laughs> I mean heavy black. <laughs> I, you know what? We were thinking more of a thin gay. <laughs> Have you considered cream gay? I want cream gay. Like, what does that mean? Uh, it, it's, it's well, we're going to send you some samples. You're going to check it out. You tell us what you yeah. Some samples. We're actually going to send you some links. <laughs> we're going to send you some links. Like, we're going to send you a couple bodies. You what is that make? color, cream gay? I think it's like Pantene Pro V with a little bit more water in it. Do you guys like Pantene Pro V? <laughs> Do you guys like Pantene Pro V? I, mean, I don't mean to like side. Like, no, I we are. Let's, yeah, Pantene no, it's time to shift gears. What, what, we're talking shampoo. Oh, dude, like, I, is it I, what you use? I've got the jewiest hair. And Pantene mm. claims to Adam, have... Adam, what would the jewiest hair be? Is it just like your hair complains a lot? Like, oh, you can't get a good pastrami. Yeah. I mean, it, just, yeah, yeah. it never does this what you want it to doesn't... do. But honestly, yeah. Adam's hair is very cool, and I've always like wanted Adam's hair. It's luxurious. Yeah, I've been blessed. You know, you have It's good. Although, um, John's got great hair John's for got great hair. My girl just told me that wearing headphones and hats a lot, somebody told her at work, uh, like, will make you bald. Yep. Really? Is that true? Yeah, cause, and it sucks because like I'm starting to wear hats more because I am already kind of thinning. So I'm like, okay, I'm going I'm to throw on the hat. And then, <laughs> and, then, and then now it makes it worse. I don't yeah. know. No, well, here's the thing. You with the hat is great, and I feel oh, like oh, dude, it's you now. But also, yeah. you got great hair. But also... Look at that. Yeah, it's you do. It's cute, dude. That's you cute. got great hair. Also, you let's do, be... actually. And I'm going to go full, e full emo Brad right now. I actually love that a lot. <laughs> That's Paperboy Brad. Dude, let's record an album. And there's nothing better than a bald dwarf, by the way. Oh, and I said God. that. It was my high school yearbook quote. Also, bald dwarf, heavy black, thin gay. <laughs> I'm so glad that we really established that today. But yes. you know what I'm saying? If you... 
aren't there enough things now to because when she said that i did get nervous i was like god damn i've always had hair and i've had buddies that have started to go or yeah. are bald mm -hmm. even like five years younger than me oh, yeah, yeah. and it's never been a concern and her even just mentioning it made me go Freaking dude I, if that happened I would definitely, but then I think about the comics that I know that have Ew. heavily used things. Yeah, mm, and there's, nobody there's can hymns, tell. There's Ro, there's hymns, Rogaine. There's a bunch of stuff. Plugs. A lot and of there, guys do and plugs. There's plugs, plugs. Which uh, Bill Bill Bird did a whole bit about how like when stuff comes out, wait, you know, wait because with the first initiation of it is oh, never yeah. good. Right. I think we're getting to a good point with plugs now, which uh, is my new uh, daytime talk show. Uh, good point with plugs. Yes. And uh, where like we when, just, yeah, where we just talk to people with plugs. Like Coco Krispies came out, but everybody was like, dude, wait for the puffs. Wait, wait, wait for the puffs. Wait for the puffs, Wait for the Krispies, you're just gonna, don't trust rice. They're gonna get okay. soggy, you're not gonna love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> wait, was Rice Krispies snap, crackle, and pop? Yes. Yeah, it had okay. to have been, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. And then, and, 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 by the way, and then all treats. What hair. are they doing now? Huge heroin addicts. They have to be. They have to be. I mean, smack is for sure. I mean, I would definitely. No, snack. Is it snack, crackle, pop? I mean, I would. Smack, snap. Cra <laughs> was it smack. But crack, snap is doing smack. Smack, crack, and pop music. Yeah. <laughs> I legitimately thought it was smack, crackle, pop. Uh, no, no, it is. It is. It is. But now no, it's, it's snap. It's snap? Yes. yes. That's snap. not right. Yeah, snap, crackle, pop. I don't like that. <laughs> snap, crackle, pop, and they're all and they're all now dating the Powerpuff Girls. So we Hilarious. have to call Mark Zuckerberg to get my Instagram back. We have we to do. call the CEO of Rice Krispies to get the... To sure. Get the, the, to uh, change their names. You gotta yeah. change it. Also, they're old now. What are their kids doing? Their tits... Their tits... Their tits. <laughs> what are their tits Their tits are coming off. <laughs> I mean, it was a horrible side effect of eating too many Rice Krispies. Did you got what tits? if that was the fourth one they added? They go, we got the new Rice Krispies characters are... Snap, crackle, pop. Well, I'm going to blow tits off. In this, in this no, politically correct time, we uh, have to have a female. So uh, here's tits. What? You're calling her tits? <laughs> yeah, like, is that what else are we supposed okay. to call her? Is that what inappropriate? Else do we identify her by? <laughs> yeah, we can call her ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that General Mills is run by just a bunch of misogynists. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be, right? We'll call her tits. Yeah, let's come up with a cereal called Bosoms. Yeah, <laughs> you pour the milk on them. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what comes out that's of them. That's what, yeah. But now you put... <laughs> and we have a bottle that's shaped like a it. dick. So yeah. you'd like you your cream. Em. Yeah. You lick them. You lick them before... <laughs> you lick them before you chew. It's got chocolate nipples. You lick them before you chew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's, that's those are the morals I live by. And that's the voice over as the kids eating yeah <laughs> you lick them before you chew <laughs> he's like looking around like what the fuck <laughs> what do i that? do <laughs> who's, who's doing that voiceover yeah. fucking yeah. macho man yeah. uh, I, 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 that was we're, interesting we're, we're, we're trying to lock oh. down a couple lick of like big names before you chew yeah <laughs> yeah we're trying macho to lock down some big names right now we have to yeah. it just elbows and, and talks right, right now. pull this over a little bit just right. yeah i want you to be good yeah you can yeah. push it back a little like how's that you know like that way that way yeah good yeah that works or no you know what? I just want you to be comfy. I'm super comfy, dude. He's got it. That's he's great. got a he's got a pillow that's on great. his lap. That's great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, the He's pillow fantastic. on my lap is super important. Like I is love it? the pillow on my okay, lap. Okay, good. Yeah. It was a, it was a last minute Is that minute a security edition. thing? No, I mean I just why you think I'm hard right now? No, no, not <laughs> okay. Let's talk I am. about titty series. Cuz I am. Obviously. Like, you should be. Brian, I got to ask you something. Yeah, what's up? Did you I know you've dabbled in stand up a little bit, yeah. but like you don't get enough credit and I think I want to know how funny you were prior to being friends with comedians the way you were and right. being in this business because yeah. as long as I've known you you've I thought you were a comic the first time I met you because you just you're quick as fuck you uh 
sharp, you're smart, like all the things that you would want in a great comedian. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And you were just privy to stand up. So I was yeah. like, oh, this guy's a student of the game, and he's uh, and he's in it. Yeah. And um, but so what came first, like an interest in all that, or yeah, being I mean, like I grew up uh, just like the one guy in my group of friends who just like refused to play sports. You know, mm -hmm. and like I always. It's not that I didn't like sports. It was just like I'd much rather watch a movie or study something that was on TV or right. go to, you know, just study music, whatever it really was. So at a really young age, I started doing like performing and I did like some off Broadway productions and I did, you know, chorus and all the musicals and stuff in school. And then when I moved out to LA and started spending time in college and being around the comedy scene a little bit more aggressively, going to UCB th shows and things like that, I mean, I just absolutely fell in love with it. And I yeah. think I always had like a propensity to comedy. And obviously, like as you get older, like shit gets harder. So I feel like you're drawn to comedy more because mm -hmm. it's kind of like a release. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's it, it really, I mean, it helps you through very trying times. Mm -hmm. So I would always lean on more of the comedy self-deprecating side of things as opposed to like just keeping everything positive all the time. Right. I like and identify with the sort of comedian staple, if you will, like the very, like the archetype of a comedian is, is like a, it's a type of person that I sort of connect with on a lot of levels. Well, there's, was there anybody in particular that you really um, saw? I mean, yeah, I mean like Robin Williams, like yeah. growing up was like sure. huge for me. And I yeah. met him actually like a two months before he passed away. Whoa, no where? kidding. Where? Um, do you remember when he, he did this, like uh, he did this Broadway production of a show called Bengal Tiger and the Baghdad Zoo. I did hear about that. Sounds like a Shel Silverstein book, but yeah. interesting. It could have yeah. been. Um, but he was had he good? this huge beard. Oh, I'm looking at that photo. It was the same beard that he had in that photo that's sitting right over there of you and him. Mm -hmm. That's the big beard that he had. And I and I remember I was interning for this company in New York uh, when I was still in college. And I remember going home and I was like, something is not right with that guy. Like something is off. And then like a month later. But yeah, he was always huge for me. Steve Martin was huge for me. Obviously, like all the cheesy Adam Sandler comedies from the 90s were massive. Yeah. But I always was watching SNL. I was always going to theater. I was always just studying the craft of acting and filmmaking altogether. And Jeff, that is a goal then where you're like, I'm going to do this? Yeah. I mean, I think I always knew at a very young age, even like from age eight up, that I was going to work in this industry. Like people mm -hmm. ask me all the time, would you go back and change anything? And I wouldn't. Like I can't imagine doing anything else. I don't want to work in finance. Like I don't no. even know how to do math. <laughs> Once you say, yeah, it is one of the benefits of doing this profession. I think we can all attest. It's like, there's certain business things you have to learn, but there's certain things that like, I knew I was gonna do this. So in high school, I only concerned myself with math and the fucking quadratic formula because I was like, I need to get a good grade in this class to be able to yeah. get into college. But like I after that, when you I say am quadratic out. Formula. What's that? I just got stressed when you said quadratic formula. But are you still hard? Absolutely. <laughs> I got Brad right next to me. Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> did you, like we're getting did, really did, close today, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever have to learn a song to remember that thing? No, I don't know. So. But if you're trying to alley oop to yourself <laughs> to sing <laughs> the quadratic formula, Wait, I would love it. God, I haven't heard, I, I haven't done this since high school. X equals negative b plus or minus square root b squared over four ac all over two a. Yeah, Whoa. and you're definitely not hard now. Over two a. <laughs> That's over right. A. That's I get I remember. I get tits. I get <laughs> pussy I all the time. It. No, Wait, I don't, did that help? Bro. 
Yeah, because that's how you remember that's Would you be shit. like the guy in the back of the class singing it during tests? Oh, my God, yes. I love it. <laughs> I would totally do that. And, and, Brad, and, stop singing yeah. the fucking song and finish your work. Yeah, the what was that? teacher would get mad because she's like, you're giving away the answers. Yeah, and I'm like, say. well, you taught us the fucking song yeah. so I, we could I, remember I it. I would make crib sheets in all of my classes. Like, <laughs> crib I, sheets? I was like the master cheater in high school. Oh, so like those like mini fonts? Like, yeah, I had the yeah. smallest handwriting you've ever seen. Wow. And you could read it. Oh, yeah. That's brilliant. And people would pay me to make them cheat sheets. No shit. I wish I knew you. Entrepreneur. Seriously. Because I had to make my own, and I got caught. Oh, dude, I was so good. Were you? so good. Did you learn from somebody else, or did you just kind of... No, dude. I just, like, it was easier. I always look for the easy way out of everything. Now, now, how did you learn? How did I learn? Or, or like, how did you not get caught? I mean, I think it's just like you're in the moment. And it's yeah. like it's either do fight or, or flight. Die. Yeah, exactly. Wait, John and you went to high school. We went to elementary school and high school together. And John, John always used to give me so much. Yeah. He'd be like, "Dude, you don't fucking like earn your grades yourself. You're a cheater." I'm like, "John, you do the same shit, dude." I would say that I would say that the cheaters absolutely earn their grades. They yeah. figure out the way to yeah. cheat. It's, it's hard. Like, to it's harder to yeah. cheat. Yeah. It's like saying drug dealers like don't earn their money. They do. Yeah. You don't like the way they do it, yeah. but they earn it. I definitely like got accused a few times. I was like, "What?" Me? No. Cheating? No. Oh, they'd be like, yeah, all right. Probably not. You put that on your acting reel, right? Yeah, right? It was good, huh? What? It's like, yeah. what? <laughs> you crazy? It's very Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. What? No. Yeah. No. What? No, my God. By the way, that, say hi to your mother for me. That's a good way to get out of any cheating yeah, yeah. accusation. Absolutely. Just go into Wahlberg. What? Yeah. No. no. Say, hey, say hi to your mother say for me. Say hi to your mother for yeah. me. Yeah. I'm going? 70 years old. My mom's been dead been for 20 dead, years. Oh, now I know you cheated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll still say hi to her for me. <laughs> But okay, they, there well, were there wait, were even what? a few situations in college too. Like I remember, I wrote a paper and co- remember those like turn it insights. Where, I mean, yes. maybe you guys were too old or like too young or like. I'm no, probably, I, I was you, on. You him. had that. Yeah. Turn it insights. Turn it in. So like you would write a paper mm-hmm. and then you would submit it to this website and then it would check all websites to make sure that there was no plagiarism. In okay. Your, in we had turn him insights where it was like if you saw some shady guy on campus, yeah. it's like if you see something, say something. Well, yeah. this is the same thing, just with with papers. So, <laughs> so like they, they dumbed down the technology basically. Yeah. So you would. So I mean, like I was always in the clear in high school, mm-hmm. and then in college, I remember very specifically, I wrote this paper about Jaws, mm-hmm. and I had to like analyze how Jaws was representative of the political and societal fears of the time. Holy shit. It was a okay. really it was a really That's bullshitted paper. It yeah. was though. It was good though, but it was all bullshit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the thing like, like yeah. Because being a good bullshitter, like again it's like your was your writing good? Yes. So then the topic I feel like again it's like I, I used to have a bit about this with like a band. If your band if the music's good, doesn't matter what the band is called. No. People are still gonna go see it. Right. It's like if you two could have been me three, the Beatles could have been the Beaners, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And people would still be like, Wow, that's kinda racist, but I'm still gonna go see their show. Right. So with you it's like the topic might have been silly, right? But if you backed it up with the content, then your teacher had no option right. yeah, to I be mean, like it's, it's, it was like it was the most beautiful golden covered shit you've ever seen. <laughs> But no teacher ever caught on. No, but this is what happened in college when I wrote that Jaws paper. Mm-hmm. This teacher brought me into his office, like in like during office hours. So it was like very like, what's going on? Is there a problem? Yeah. And he pulls out my paper and he's like, I found some you know plagiarized parts of your paper. 
and I was like, what, 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 what oh, did I plagiarize? God. And he pulls out the intro paragraph where I literally just wrote the log line of Jaws. Jaws, this is the story of a killer <laughs> shark who haunts a beach town in New Jersey. He goes, you took that right from IMDb, didn't you? And I go, dude, how else do you describe yeah. the story? Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to try to do a new version of yeah. a Of the best log line for one of the best movies. Yeah. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. You, fuck off. You, you didn't My say. My literally wanted to disown me. They were like, yeah. you can't believe you're back to your old ways. You didn't oh, say like God. the best of times or was the Terrible. worst of times. Like no. you said like yeah. the basic log line. There's of the no film. other way to tell the story of Jaws. Yeah. It would have been great if you put that and then put like hyphen Brian Lieberman. Hyphen like. IMDb Brian. <laughs> <laughs> These are my words. These are my words, but Perfect. also IMDb stole them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> stole them from my paper. You do a follow-up paper. IMDb Honestly, stole so this from me. Now we need to reach out to the brand that you're afraid of pulling out from this. I need to reach out to Mark Zuckerberg. Yes. I also have to reach out to IMDb and clear this up. What do you think Zuckerberg, quick tangent, is doing right now? Hopefully cocaine. Uh, hopefully that, or... He's probably, like, tapping into all those photos that were taken on the face the app. Russian face Yeah, what's app. going on with... Is that true? It, I mean, I gotta imagine it is. Somebody yeah. posted that, like, that's... Somebody goes, you guys know that was a Russian something. Trump's gonna win now. Oh, well, that's dumb. But, <laughs> but like... What what's new about this app that's not unlike any other app that we have? People are freaking out that people are going to hack our information. Every app that we have know, has all of our information. Yeah, dude, it, once just, you have done. a phone, you're you done. Are, you're done. Dude. You're done. Yeah, stop that's why the, the people that are like, you know, are are able to disconnect. Yeah, and truly live without that. Yeah, you're probably in the clear. You're probably you're okay. also probably not contributing to society. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because I was about to say, well, my dad has never owned a cell phone, but he's been retired since yeah. for 20 years. But so. that's fine. Yeah, exactly. He, but he's, he's got, out. what does he need? His family? Yeah. The friends he knows? Fox News. That's it. Call it. Yeah. Fox News. <laughs> but even his he friends, does. does he call them on like a landline? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Gotta love the landline. Somebody people. gotta love the landline. Gotta. I lo love a good landline. You gotta love a good landline. <laughs> uh, Brought quote, to you by landlines. To quote yeah. Sal Volcano, I love a good. Like, he's the best at like. I love it. He'll post like a, um, like a, he posts like potpourri in a bathroom somewhere, and he's like, love a good potpourri. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, Who doesn't though? Who doesn't? Seriously, Who doesn't love a good. And I don't want to meet. The it's a legitimate question because yeah. it's rhetorical. <clears throat> Dude, there's so many things like that that I just go, there are two types of people in this world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, like farts, they are always funny. Always I go, funny. if you hear a fat kid fart in an elevator Hilarious. and he laughs and you don't high five him, you support yeah. ISIS. Right. That's as clear as it gets. I totally agree. Like, I agree. If you, like, you know, like breaking it down as simple as that, where it's just like, this should be something we all enjoy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Can you, Saying thank you if someone opens a door for you. Always. There are Darn. two different types of people. People that just walk in and yeah. people that acknowledge the gesture. What See, about what about the people? What about the people who try to walk into an elevator as mm. you as they're getting out and you're trying to get in? Oh, give oh. like Jesus, fuck! I you kill. I give hate those benefit people. of the doubt oh, that someone's probably coming in. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a two way street, it's baby. A two way street. What, yeah. what year were you born? Yeah, and, and, and even so, like when I exit an elevator, I try to do it. Like I'm driving, I try to stick to like the right side. Right. Yeah, you got to go this is outside because this is America, no, that's motherfucker. That's, that's smart. You got <laughs> to give. You got to give access to both yeah, people. Yeah, of course. If I go to England or Australia, then I get fucked up. Then yeah, I don't drive anymore though, so like I'm not as concerned. Like I haven't been able to drive since uh, since I got sick. Yes, and yeah. let's talk about. Oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, yeah. Um, great segue, actually, without even great segue. About it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I want to talk more about your career because it's and that ties into just how inspiring of a human being you are. Totally. I don't think Brad fully knows. I've heard I've I've heard whispers. whispers. But this is why I mean again, you were an inspiring, amazing dude prior to this, you know, which is why it's extra insane to me that you are now back in the swing of things. You know Thanks, what I'm saying? Man, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um what and, happened? 
<laughs> well, what happened? So, so take us through as much as you want as to much, yeah. without feeling like it's, you know, um, too much. Oh, or, no, um, I'm so. Show us on the microphone it. where you hurt. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I'm honestly like so open about talking to this stuff. Because okay. the, the way that I always leave it is like it was the greatest and worst thing that ever happened to me. Mm -hmm. More so the greatest. Wow. In a very weird way. But it took a minute to get to that place, it took, I'm sure. It took about two years to get to where I am Sure. Now. And I'm now finally feeling like I'm, I was just telling Adam before we started, like I'm finally back to 100%. Love that. And that took a long time to yeah. get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mentally, physically, There's a lot of stuff of that it. goes into everything. Like, yeah. Yeah, of course. Good. So, start from the beginning. What did God say when he made you? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this is good. Um, so, so yeah, so I'll go back a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah no, but I, I always tell people like, what happened to me was the greatest and worst single thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. And I'm so grateful for it um, in, in a very weird way. But yeah, so basically what happened was, uh, I guess it was about like three years ago or four years ago now, um, I got a heart doctor in LA because mm -hmm. um, I had a cardiologist back in Jersey where I'm from. And I never really had any like major heart issues, but I knew that I was born with this like valve that was closed a little bit more than the others. And the only preventative measure I had to do before going to the doctor or anything was like pre-medication or something, right? Right. Just to make sure that if anything goes in, I'm not going to get infected or right. something. Okay. So fast forward to like three years of me living in LA, I go to this cardiologist in UCLA who I've been seeing for a little while, and he recommends that I get this surgery, which is basically going to replace the valve with a mechanical valve to stop any potential leakage from happening any further. Okay. So they do this surgery. It's a huge success. They put me on blood thinners. I'm good for two and a half, three years. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to two and a half, three years later, I'm home in New Jersey. I come back to LA. I'm feeling incredibly sick. Like I have the flu. Um, I went to urgent care. They were like, you're good. Like just here's some medication. It's definitely the flu. Here's aspirin. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here you go. Just get out of here. Um, and then a day later, my roommate at the time found me in my room and I was just completely passed out and sweating like crazy. And I was not speaking. I couldn't function. I couldn't see anything. I was very much, I think, in the process of becoming incredibly, incredibly sick. Mm -hmm. uh, but we didn't know what it was. Did you, were you cognizant at all during that time? All of this is a blur. <clears throat> okay. Like John told me that he came to drop off like, food and Gatorade for me, and I don't remember that at all. Holy I don't remember shit. going to urgent care. I don't remember eventually then going back to UCLA because my parents were like, you got to go to UCLA and go see your doctor. So my roommate drives me over. It's the following day now, and I guess they brought me into some you know inspection room in the ER, and they were like, this guy is septic right now. He got an infection on his heart. We don't know what it is. Jeez. Jesus. But we need to rush him into surgery immediately. So this is just me and my roommate. And I'm clearly not functioning because, again, I don't remember any of this. Right. I didn't even have my wallet. I didn't have my ID. I didn't have anything. And family is? Family is in New Jersey. Oh. They, my, my roommate calls and says, you got to get on a plane. you got to come to L.A. Brian's really sick. They're rushing him into surgery right now. And my, my parents say to this day, they're like, we got on that plane not knowing if we were going to get to L.A. and you were going to be alive. Oh. So they, so they land in L.A. Just about the worst Jeez. thing the yeah. worst. a parent can Like, could you imagine that flight? Nope. No, could you imagine? No, like, you can't. Terrible. Well, yeah, you can't sleep. You can't. No. You know, any, anyone makes any complaint or no. whatever on that flight, you just want to scream at them. Yep. Like, Shut the fuck up! I'm going through some shit. Like, and they like, had no idea how long they were going to be there for either. Oh my right? god! Like, yeah, so, so, so they, they packed pack? for they they packed for like party probably like even on the six weeks on the plane that wants to like knock on the cockpit and be like, can you go faster? Yeah, yeah seriously, yeah, yeah. Like, you're seriously. in that panic. I think that they were actually making calls like while they were on the plane. Oh, good. Wow. To like. John and whoever else just to there. keep updated yeah, exactly okay yeah. so you go into emergency so surgery I go into emergency surgery and what are they doing they're trying to figure out what, what the infection is they mm -hmm. noticed that there was an infection long story short they had to cut me back open 
as they're doing surgery to remove this valve that they learned became infected with staph. Staph infection on your heart. On my heart. Eh, usually staph, you get like a staph infection on some skin. Right. So and... they don't know how I got the staph. Yeah. But the staph went into my body and went for the one single foreign piece of material in my body, which was the heart valve. So wow. it shot an embolism through my brain. I had a stroke while I was on the operating table. So they caught it while I was there. Thank God. Um, and then I fell into a coma for about like nine days. They replaced the valve with a human cadaver valve, or actually it might be a pig valve. I'm not sure. Um, that's meant to last for a lot longer than the mechanical valves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was in a coma for like nine days, came out of it. Um, well, let's not brush over this. Oh, so, yeah. so man, where are your parents during the surgery? They're there. <clears throat> so right. they got there. Now they're in the waiting room, just getting they're in the updated. Waiting, there Headside were probably or... like 40 people there at all times. Wow. And, and, Man, infection on the heart just sounds like a a Cindy Lauper song, but yeah. also which I'd like to hear. Well, <laughs> <laughs> if we can get this to her, she yeah. can write it about you, Cindy. Please, yeah, <laughs> finally, exactly. you yeah. said you would. Don't uh, give it to Cheryl Crow. It's got to be Cindy. It's got to be Cindy. I don't even like Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> there, those two things just seem like the worst combo of the words. worst. Yeah, yeah. And I don't. I mean, shooting an embolism. What does that mean to your? That Basically, like imagine like. Uh, a shock of electricity, like uh, like infectious mm-hmm. electricity being shot through your body that literally could explode any particular piece of your body or your brain. Mainly, it's like a Marvel villain. Seriously, no, no, literally, no, no. It's it, it's like the venom thing that like went goes into like Tom Hardy or whoever that like makes him whatever he is. Yeah. So like this embolism was shot through my brain mm-hmm. and it affected the left side of my head. Uh, or rather the right side of my head. So right now I'm left with a slight disabilities on my left side. So like my left hand, as you guys know, is like a little bit tighter yep, than the other yep. one. I walk with a little bit of a limp, but mm-hmm. like that's after like months of me like walking Therapy. with a cane and like yeah. being in a wheelchair and all that other stuff. But I mean- And being in a coma. I mean, there's coma. so many things that you just go, fuck, this sucks, but also what is the alternative? Yeah. Seriously, and, and the craziest thing is like, everybody always says like, you know, was this like a cultural reawakening for you? Like, did you do, are you more religious now? And, you know, I definitely don't think that I'm like more of like a faithful guy, mm-hmm. but I saw some pretty intense stuff while I was in a coma. Yeah, I was about to say. Like, in the coma? Yes, what, that what I remember you, vividly. Yeah, shut the fuck up. What are you seeing? Um, what are you seeing? Well, first of all, I thought a coma was just, you are straight up, out you can yeah normally but like for some people who are in under for a lot longer they yeah. see stuff what do they, what are they trying to do to you while you're out i mean it's a waiting keep game me alive yeah you're on life support you're they on, were keeping me yeah. on i mean they kept me on life support they were shooting like you know liquid and vitamins through my body i had all these like different intravenous things coming in and out of my body it was what crazy. is happening when you're in a coma i mean <clears throat> your heart so everything's still going everything is still going but you're just like it's not your brain is shut down or brain, what? I mean, effectively, yeah. Parts I mean, of it, yeah. But it, but it's not done, You're, so it yeah, can no, be no, exactly. Like like there is a there is a piece of your brain that is still functioning, which is what probably gave me those dreams. There was a some some vortex or some part of my brain that was still active and was feeding those dreams into my head. And like now, was this medically induced or no? Okay, because there's a there's a couple celebrities recently where when like one I think it was Luke Perry. Yeah, you know, it was. And uh, the filmmaker John Singleton. Yeah, no, yeah. those were all medically induced. Yeah, when you go into a medically induced coma, that's they're that's, putting that's you under. Not, that's not. Yeah, they put you in a coma to to uh, reduce swelling on the brain. Yeah, it's like to stabilize you. Yeah. 
So they they put you in a coma. Yeah. And if they do, it's not, not good exactly good. No, 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 yeah. no. Like that's not a good sign. So at mm-hmm. some point you were there and you were awake and then you just close your eyes or you were resting and then just I mean, didn't wake up? I mean, I would up, imagine, or? yeah, I mean, I mean, for not. Like how do they know? Do they see a coma coming? Uh, I mean, I don't think so, but I think that like, you know, whatever shock and, you know, hit that my body took, it was so cataclysmic. post-stroke, yeah? Post-stroke, yeah. I just like, I couldn't, I guess mm-hmm. my body just shut down. Do you remember feeling the stroke? No. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you're on the table at Yeah, the time. your brain, yeah. like, it's, the brain is such a crazy thing, man. Like, it, it blocks yeah. out all the bad stuff. I don't remember it any protects of that you. stuff. It protects yeah. you. Yeah. Totally. Uh, your brain's, yeah, they, they talk about that with uh, trauma victims where yes. uh, the trauma, that, that's why like, like uh, children who have been raped, yeah, you have used, they have to be reminded of it and right. they're like, wait, what? Yep. That happened to me? Because yes. your brain will physically just be like, no, that's some bad shit. Like, uh, yeah, it, 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 it's the weirdest thing ever when it happens. I'm, I'm not going to go too into this story, but uh, a friend of mine re- uh, recently uh, reminded me something that I did mm. that I had no idea that I did. Wow, and it was something where it's like, wait, what? And then yeah. you, and then you go back to that scenario. You're like, yeah, that's a really, like, that's a trauma situation. Totally. And, and I'm like, my, like, my, but my brain just blocked that out. Oh yeah, dude. I, I mean, did like, not I, remember I remember that. I once, I remember I once, like, John, he keeps coming up. I remember I once, like, we were like really young, and his mom was taking us somewhere, and there was like a ten dollar bill sitting on the table, and I just took it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, his mom comes out and you've met Karen. Yeah, she's yeah, like the, best. the fucking best. She was here mm-hmm. with John last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and she's like, there was, like, where did this $10 go? And, like, John's like, do you know where that? I'm like, no, dude, of course not. Mm-hmm. And, like, I blocked that out of my mind for years. And then one day I'm with John, like, and his mom, like, a couple years ago. And she's like, Brian, remember when you stole money from me? And I was like, oh my God, I completely forgot about that. But I did. <laughs> yeah. And then did you at least And I lied $10? about it for years and I still haven't paid her back. <laughs> I don't think you, you should have to. I don't think so. And with interest. interest now, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. With now. interest, it's like twenty two dollars. I was in a coma. Yeah, I come on, I had a stroke. Yeah, I, I play the cards so much. Oh, the coma card. Oh my god, <laughs> I needed the ten dollars for you know my coma medication. So so listen, I, I get to board flights first. Now I go on with sure. military and handicapped folks. Also, yeah. every game of Monopoly, if you can't afford Park Avenue, you play you the coma card. I'm, I'm I, I guys like look at my hand. I can't use. <laughs> um, Give me Baltic Avenue. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I'll, I'll sometimes I'll like to get a little. Bit coming out of my mouth. No way. No, no, of course not. <laughs> like, Wait, um, board flights early. Yeah, board That's flights huge. early. No, it's massive. Wait, is there an yeah. actual card? Uh, no, no, no. I, I know they don't ask. Like, I just like I go, hey, yeah. hey, look at this thing I'm wearing. You can feel my chest. There's an ICD in here. Yeah, There's and watch me walk. Yeah, and watch, <laughs> seriously, watch the way that I walk. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's an ICD? So it's an implant that's in my chest. Basically, it's connected to all of the, um, basically all of the different. Um, I forget the exact word for it, but like. Your your heart has all these different leads that mm. are connected to different parts of your body that help the blood flow, and all of the leads, like the major leads, are attached to this defibrillator, so that if it ever detects like a slower heartbeat or something, it'll shock it back into place. Holy oh, shit! Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, my dad is and, 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 and we, my dad and I always joke that I'm like a walking Wi-Fi router <laughs> because it's constantly sending data to UCLA. Like right now, it's sending data to UCLA. Wow! Oh my god! And it, now, is that something? If you guys, where... if you, if you guys need the password, I can tell you. What yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can hack into it. <laughs> yeah. God, that see that's like an action movie of of, the, of, so of everyone. Of the everyone like jokingly calls me Iron Man. Like, yeah, because yeah, like man. North Korea is gonna like hack into our defibrillators. Right. Like <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. It's gonna be sick. <laughs> wait. So okay. So folks are in the. Um, I just want to brush over the no, no, of course, severity yeah. of that yes, moment. Yes. 
they're in the waiting room the waiting with room. 40 other people. Correct. And they're just getting, what, updates? I mean, I don't know how often someone's coming out. I mean, it was very infrequent. Yeah. And, and then the, did they come I, out and I, they tell them he's now in a coma? I mean, yeah, the updates were not good. Like, everyone always says that, or my parents say in particular, that there were so many days where we would just leave the hospital crying and having realistic conversations in the, in the tune of, like, we might likely have to bring our son back in a coffin to New Jersey. <sighs> Yeah, Jesus. I'll I'll be honest. I uh, I got a lot of updates from John, and it was just so like gut wrenching. Yeah, that like I kept, you know, and I've been in a lot of hospitals, and it's just like, man, it sucks. They they've all been very like bad situations. Yeah, and um, it's not a happy man. Place. I just like no. could not like as much as I. It, I mean, you know, uh, it just was so devastating to even hear that, and I was just like, man, I. Uh, don't even know what is being felt in that room. And I want to know. I yeah. I think about it sometimes. Like mm -hmm. John, people will talk to me about it, and it's 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 crazy for me to think about the other side. Like I'm thinking about how it was for me, but yeah. think about all these other people that devoted so much time and energy to making sure that I was okay. They were probably feeling just as much stress and trauma as I was, if not more. And they're the ones that still have to see those images of me not moving or not breathing. Sure. And like when I, they did I, see I didn't, you, I didn't yeah. see any of that stuff. Like I didn't. No. What that, did you see? Yeah. Then you oh, when I was in the coma. coma. Yeah, so coma um, growing up, uh, my best friend in the whole world was my dad's dad, my grandpa. Mm -hmm. um, we had these traditions where we would go into New York City and like go to Chinatown. And like I said, I was such a movie guy. And for some reason, I like really loved going to buy bootleg movies. Like I thought it was the coolest thing <laughs> That's ever. Awesome. VHSs, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, of course, before DVDs. And my yeah. grandpa would always like, let me do it. Like he would never say no, even if it was snowing or even if there was so much traffic, he'd be like, let's go. Cause it was like a fun activity for us to do. Yeah. And we would always go to the same diner. And That's like, cool. Grandpa shit, by the way, dude, he, yeah. he dude, he was knowing the that the grandson wants to do it and it's fun and being like, I'm gonna do that too. Like, yeah. Right. I'm sure there wasn't a huge part of him that was like, yeah, let's go fucking no, he hate, movies. No, I'm sure he hated it. And by the way, my grandma was always so upset when I'd come back with like five movies. Or <laughs> yeah. like, she'd be like, you know, Nate, you got to stop spending all this money. The movies don't even look good. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, Muriel, it's, it's fun for us. Yeah. yeah. And, wow. and and after like a certain Muriel, age, I, what a yeah, great Muriel, grandma such, name. Such, such a grandma name. Yeah. And, and, and it got to the point where I got smart and I was like, grandma, I don't want you coming anymore. Because <laughs> she would always like limit the be amount a bummer, of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, seriously, yeah, yeah. She was such a buzzkill. You're like, you can get one Airbud, not six. Yeah, yeah like, but there's I need, twelve. There, there's twelve of them. I need the whole collection <laughs> with yeah. being shot on a handy cam. Correct. Like, <laughs> Correct. Um, but yeah, so so uh, my grandpa would always come to pick me up, and he would always do the same thing, right? He was in his like late mid seventies when he passed away. He had uh, stomach cancer, mm -hmm. or maybe it was uh, liver cancer. I don't remember which one it was. But it was cancer. So he wasn't for a good years. one. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, he, he deteriorated really, really quickly, which was like kind of like a blessing in disguise because we didn't want to see it happen any longer. Yeah. Um, but when he used to pick me up, he would never get out of the car. He was like one of those classic grandpas. He was like, I'm going to honk twice. <laughs> They'll know that I'm there. It's time to come outside. Yeah. So I would always have this vision and it's still implanted in my brain right now. I can see it. He would, I would always be waiting for him at the window that overlooked the driveway. I would always be ready five, ten minutes in advance so that I could see him pull up. It was like such a high for me just mm -hmm. to, to know that he was there and that yeah. it was time to hang. Um, and in the coma, um, I vividly remember feeling as though I was standing in that room overlooking the driveway. Snow is coming down very quickly. Mm -hmm. um, he's in his car and he's wearing this gray jacket 
and a hat very similar to what Brad's wearing right now that old, he always used to wear. Old man like Brad hat. Yeah. Old man Brad hat. <laughs> and uh, like I said, he's been dead uh, for years. He died when I was a senior in high school. So that's more than like more than 10 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I walk up to the car, I walk up to the front seat, trying to get into the passenger side, the door's locked, he looks up at me and starts turning his finger back and forth as if to say like, it's not your time to, to walk in yet, I'm not gonna let you in. Whoa. <laughs> that's mind numbing, I mean, in your case, literally. And I promise you that's 100% real. Oh, yeah. man, that and, is heavy. And I remember the first thing that I said when I woke up from the coma is because I'm looking around and I'm all discombobulated, like what just happened, where have I been, is that, what, is, what year is it, who's the president, you know, like yeah. they were asking me all those questions like the hospital people make Wait, sure that you came out shortly after that? Yes. Jeez. So literally like, hey, get back in the house. Seriously. Like you're, and it's not and your I time. remember my dad is looking at me and he's crying and my mom's crying and John's crying and everyone around me is crying and I look at my dad and I go, "Dad, I I saw grandpa." So you immediately spoke and you yeah. could articulate mm-hmm. and yeah, because you said the stroke got this side, but not. I mean, I'm sure it was like broken English. Like, yeah. I'm sure I was not sounding. Yeah, if we cut right. to the tape, you're just like, mm, yeah, get the titty cereal off the ground. Yeah. Everyone's like, what is he talking <laughs> yeah, about? No, no, but dude, I, mean, I, I looked straight in yeah. my dad in the eyes. I was like, Dad, I, I I saw Grandpa, and he looked amazing, and he he was there. He he told me not to go, and my yeah, dad just even like, more lost tears. It. Yeah, I was she gonna say, it. are you kidding me, dude? Because that's his like that's his dad. Yeah. <laughs> you waking up like oh, game so much changer emotion. emotion then you sang that. Right I mean, on. it's out of a movie, dude. Out of a movie. Yeah. And there was one other thing that I remember seeing too. I don't remember what the order was. It could have been before the <clears throat> grandpa dream, but I also remember being on this like Polar Express, Orient Express type of luxury Amazing. train. Amazing. Mm-hmm. But no one was on the train except for me, and I couldn't see where the track was going, and it looked endless. So I hope, hopefully, or I mean, I would assume that's like um, limbo. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, so so Limbo was just a long train ride. A long train ride. Jeez. That's, I mean. Right, that is. Uh, that's incredible. And you hear these stories oh about, God. you know, people see the light. They, they surrounded by all there my dead no relatives. There was no they're, light. They're, like, they're, there's, all, there's, a, there, there's a bunch of different things. But, and I'm, I'm sure some people will tack it up to, oh, that's your brain releasing DMT. That's you dreaming. That's you whatever. But, I mean, fuck, man. It's hard to not look at that as what you say it is your grandfather telling you mm, not yet yeah and, and and like i said at the beginning like i'm not necessarily like you know a religion heavy yeah. guy you know sure. like i am jewish culturally mm-hmm. and i identify with the religion culturally and socially like i love being a jew and mm-hmm. having jewish friends and well, sure. dating jewish women because they do everything <laughs> for you um but yeah i mean Except like anal. you know it's, I, I i didn't become more religious <laughs> I, I, I didn't become more religious but like you how do you not see something like that and yeah. not start to think that wow maybe there is something else out there bigger than us that's like controlling everything yeah maybe. and i would imagine not 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 only just for you but certainly for your family when stuff like that happens, it's so amazing how fast everything in your life that you were worried about and you were thinking about, you were concerned about, just like, pfft, Goes nope. away, yeah. Nope, don't oh my care. God, it was so easy for me to just, just rid myself of all of the people that I didn't need around me anymore. I was going to say, what were the first, I mean, God, again, we could spend four hours on this. And yeah. We got about 20-ish minutes left, maybe yeah. a little bit more, but... Um, I mean, the 
it's almost like, I mean, shit, I remember asking some guy at a show once who immediately got out of prison and he came up and he was like, I really needed all this comedy. Thank you for the show. I just got out of jail. And I was like, holy shit, like for seven years for a, by the way, a, a uh, J writing, joy, joy writing. A yeah. Some I, guy. I, I know who you're talking about too. Yeah. Really? I think so. George? No, it was okay, just a random guy at Flappers. A oh, guy who shit. Came out to me. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. never mind. I thought oh, you were talking yeah. about a comic. But joyriding, but I, I didn't know, yeah. whatever. So I go, what was the first thing you did? You know, because when you go through something sure. like that, you're just like, what was the first? And he was like, I went to Denny's and I jerked off. And I go, at Denny's? Well, that's my <laughs> next question. And yeah. by the way, now just saying this, I need to do it as a bit again because I did it the next night because yeah. he said it in the same sentence. So I go, in which order? And, I go, and then I go, or at Denny's. Yeah. I go, you went to Denny's to jerk off, or right. you jerked off and then went to Denny's, you think or you got food? there are people out there who are like, I go to Denny's to jerk off every Yes. Day. Well, Moon, that's why I asked. Moon's yeah. over my hammy, turned me the fuck yeah, yeah. off. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So a hilarious... flapjacks, and I'll be right back. I'm going to go jack <laughs> yeah. off in the bathroom. It don't make the food this good if you don't mean to, don't mean to rub <laughs> one out to two feet from here. So... So getting waking up and then and then reacclimating to the world. I yeah. mean, what are those next twenty four hours like? Oh, dude! I mean, it was. Are there concerns of you going back into a coma? Can you wake up and go back out? I or? don't think so. Okay. Once I was once I was awake, I was awake. But obviously, like it was so hazy, I was so drugged up. But I do remember like people coming in, and I remember. I was moved around from room to room to room because I went from like the ICU to the intensive ICU back to like a regular room back to the ICU because I kept having so many complications because when you're in the hospital for as long as I was, I was in there for like, you know, six months and change and then went to rehab for like another four. So like when, when you're lying in a bed and you're around sick other people, you know, like you get sick. So I remember right, right after I came out of a coma, probably a couple of weeks after I got pneumonia. And yeah, that's it was, common. It's very common. And mm -hmm. that you know, put me sort of back and sort of hindered my ability to move into the rehab process um, as quickly as I could have. Um, and I just, I, I just, I just remember like be feeling so helpless. And I, and the way that I describe it to everybody is like, you know, when like when you're in the airport and you're on those like moving um, platforms that take you through the terminals, so yes. you don't have to walk. Yes. And people can walk on either side of you either as quickly or as fast as they want, as quickly or as slowly as they want to. Yes. I felt like when I was in the hospital, I was permanently on one of those like platforms and everybody yeah. around me was walking really, really fast, but I was stuck. Wow. Damn, dude. And that's gonna be a trip because like your head, like, you're like, yeah, I want to get up, I want to go, yeah, I want to like, do from, stuff. People from my office were coming in and like filling me in on stuff that my clients were doing and like John was coming in, he was shooting that movie with Reese at the time. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, All these people have all these exciting things going on in their lives. Did you send you a video from Reese? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, the best. What, um, and this is what's so crazy to me, dude, is that like you were crushing it in your field. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like climbing the comedy ranks and getting more established and getting more connections, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so how much of you in all this is there, and I think it's a uh, natural human trait to to get even sort of a, a little bit of your mojo back to where then you start letting frustrations that shouldn't be there settle in where it's like, God, I, maybe I'm now like, what am I gonna do with my job? And you're like, dude, you're lucky to be, a, you have to remind yeah. yourself, right? Like, Oh, constantly. Yeah. John, like, John was always the one that, that brought me back. I was always like, dude, like, you're crushing it right now. Like you're, 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 you're shooting an episode of Curb. You disrupt a movie with Reese. Yeah. Like you're doing all these amazing things. And like, what am I doing? I'm fucking sitting. He's like, Brian, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? You're alive. Yes. Yeah. Like who cares about your job? Right. It's natural to have those thoughts, though. Of course. But you need yeah. those people well, like I mean, John. Especially living here, like you constantly play the compare game every sure. day. I know, dude. And especially when you've been busting your ass. And again, like you were like on the up and up. 
And now you're like, God, like this is not fair. Like right. now, now am I gonna have to start over? And and that was a legitimate fear. And and to be honest, like it kind of happens. Like I, I went back to my job and I had missed out on so much and my clients had been passed off to other people and had mm -hmm. made more relationships with other people. So it, it wasn't like I could just come back and be like, hey, give me everything back again. And you didn't feel that right. yourself, I'm no, sure. Right no, no, I didn't. I mean, I, when I came back, I was going into the office for like three hours at a time at, each week. Like that was it. Like I'd go in for an hour and I'd make one phone call, type out one email and I was exhausted. Shut yeah, up, dude. I swear to God. That's got to be rough. Think about, first of all, when you haven't looked, because I remember when I first got my phone for the first time too, like my dad was like, do you want to look at your phone? I had like a thousand emails. Like I was like, fuck this. Like I do mm -hmm. not want this. Just looking at the screen made me sick. Yeah. And going to work and having to type an email, having to focus and concentrate on that screen, not only was that making me nauseous, but to type out a single word, I wasn't used to typing with one hand yet. I've had to I've, I've had to get used to just in general doing everything with one hand now. Because my, my left hand, while it, it works, yeah. it doesn't hold things. I can't brush my teeth with it. I can't put, I can't run my hair with shampoo in my hair like with this hand. Like I, it's all my right hand. Were you hand right handed? Right I'm all, I was always right handed, okay. thank okay. God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's been such an adjustment, you know? Did people even perceive, did you get a little like people being weird? Like, cause um, you- I, I mean, like I was always in my head about it. I was like, fuck, people are gonna notice that like my left side is, you know, dangling or something, or people are gonna notice that I have a limp or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like that went away. Like that, cool. that was like sure. such a quick thing. Good. Now here, here's something to ask <laughs> is that after you go through a trauma like that, yeah. the people that are outside of your life, mm -hmm. like when, when they see you the next time, they always are wondering like how do i act how do how do i act around him how do what do i say what do yeah. i talk about am i allowed to bring it up am i allowed yeah. to joke about it uh and for anyone who has a friend or family member who's going through something similar or just any kind of traumatic event how would how would you tell people like to act around you oh dude some it tips was, yeah going question. back to the whole comedy thing like that was the only thing that made me keep going is like people would jokes. come People would come to the hospital and just rip on me. They would roast me. Whoa. Like, and that was good for you. It was amazing. Whoa. Okay. Like, like my buddy Nick Christ, you know Christ. Yeah. Like, dude, you look like shit. You're never going <laughs> to get fucked again. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. I mean, it was the, like, being able to laugh through those times was like the best medicine. And it's so amazing because that seems counterproductive to every kind of instinct that you have as a human being like oh i have to ignore it i have to not talk to about coddle it. this person yeah 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 and it's like no when people came in and yeah. were sentimental it made me uncomfortable and sure like, get out of here i was like you gotta go like if you're gonna cry you gotta get out of here yeah whoa yeah so that i mean dude that so i mean you are iron man but emotionally and just i mean do you not feel like you have a I mean, I cried. Lesser. I cried one time in the hospital, and my dad and my mom were like so blown away by that. And the only time that I cried was when they did this additional surgery to put the implant in my chest, which is what's keeping all the leads and everything from beating properly. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's basically, like I said earlier, like this is the thing that keeps everything beating properly. Sure, they had to go in my under my skin to put it in. Right, so right, it right. was an additional procedure, and they literally had to cut through flesh to put this thing in. It they basically like opened up a pocket. In, yeah. in my skin and just drop this thing in. And that was one of the most painful experiences of my whole life coming out of that surgery. I literally felt like I was like getting shot with like needles all over my body. Oh, God. And that was the only time that I cried throughout mm. all of it. Are you fucking kidding? So it. even seeing people cry or get emotional didn't get you choked up? No. Why do you think that? Were you not an emotional guy prior no, to this? No, I'm very emotional. I'm very, but I, I needed to stay strong for yeah. myself. Yeah, it's a defense I, mechanism. I, I kept saying, I was like, the moment that I cry, is the moment that I stop being okay. 
Because you yeah. start to you start to maybe feel bad for yourself. Exactly. You start to and and for sure, like when I left the hospital and I was out in the real world again and like yeah. trying to be my own person yes. again, like for sure I cried a ton because yeah. I was like grateful. out there very yeah grateful but also like starting to remember all the, and having dreams and like remembering all the bad shit oh man yeah. now, you don't think about that post no i've heard that like when like when you go through stuff like that like then it sort of becomes a lot of things will make you emotional that yeah. didn't make you emotional before right. d d d d d does that happen for you like you see oh, a, yeah, do you now dude. not cry at rom-coms you yeah. cry at I will always cry during a good rom-com yeah okay always. good always. like, like you see a crazy dog if video you lose yeah, some of those yeah. if you didn't. <laughs> like I now no longer think Meryl Streep is a good actress yeah I yeah <laughs> No longer. Yeah, Martin Scorsese is no longer a good filmmaker. I now think uh, I hate Elizabeth, pizza for some odd reason. <laughs> I hate pizza. I think Elizabeth Berkeley is underrated. Yeah, <laughs> like all these weird things. Came they out should of bring it. Saved by the Bell back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's well, just, I mean, that should always. Be that's there. just logic. Guess, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but like, it, it like did it open up like no, a bunch of emotions it, no, for it, you? No, it totally did. I'm so much more empathetic of a person now. I mean, I mentioned before, but like you know, pre-stroke Brian, AD Brian, mm -hmm. as we can say, like I was not the best guy. Mm -hmm. Like I was dating this girl for a very long time, like on and off for like three years and I was very unfaithful and I lied constantly. And, you know, while working at the agency that I did for a while, like, you know, drugs were like a daily thing. And mm -hmm. I was always out partying until wee hours of the night and I just wasn't taking care of myself Dang. and I wasn't being a good friend or like mm -hmm. a good person to really anybody. And then when I came out of the coma, I realized how shitty I was being, and it made me become this much better, more self-aware wow. person. Very, uh, um, very. It's a wonderful no, life. No, seriously, no, no, really, no, it really was. But, yeah. but I mean, but most of all, like the sensitivity of it all. Like, yes, I'm like the smallest thing now can make me cry or like get emotional. One of my buddies, uh, who's friends with John and I, who you probably met, uh, Adam Tony. You remember oh, Tony? Yeah. The best. Yep. Mm. Um. So he has been living in Orange County for the past like six, seven years. Uh, he moved out here right after college, just like us. He went to NYU Tisch, also in the film industry. And he's been living up until a couple months ago with his dad's sister, um, who's been living out here for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And out of the blue, she collapsed one day and she passed away. And he was there and had to handle everything. And now he's living alone in this house. And I remember getting that call and I just completely broke down. Yeah. And yeah. I immediately like fell right back into like crisis mode. Yeah. And for me, like, you know, I'm so used to kind of like that, you know, you know, that, that gut response now because of what I've been through. But for like, you got to always recognize that like people grieve in different ways at different times. Right. So mm -hmm. for me, I was like, dude, like I'm there. Tell me when to come over. I'm going to be with you 24 seven. And he was a little bit, he didn't want it. Quite yeah. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's strange. Cause, uh, I mean, we get that a lot, you know, when, uh, when a friend or family member unfortunately passes away, people say like, Hey, if there's anything I could do for you, just yeah, let yeah, me know. Cause like, what else are you going to say? Yeah. Like, you and, gotta, and, you gotta and sometimes you're just like, I don't need anything now. Like I, and I don't want, and that's anything the hardest now. thing. That was the hardest thing for me to hear. Sure. It's like you don't want my help. Yeah. Then again, it's like, this isn't about me. This is about him. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and just and you probably being aware of that of right. like okay, yes, you're handling this differently, but handle it in your own time, and then whenever you need something, right. I'm when, always here. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you've completely shut off the urges to go back to old Brian. Oh, dude, completely. And you, are you still able to even have like a, a cocktail or anything like that? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah of course. <laughs> um, he saw us fun. Yeah, I, I know what of him. I mean, like I can't do like crazy drugs anymore right like, yeah. but that's okay like that was yeah. also oh like, darn that yeah. was also like ad brian yeah you know? like that was like mm -hmm. i don't want to do that stuff anymore like, and so 
So well, I need it. So now take us to, I mean, like the current, like, again, I think it's just like, it, and it has to be discussed because it's a part of the, the, your story is, because yeah. I'm sure there's a time when you said you went back three hours a day, you're exhausted yeah. and you're like, oh, maybe I'm not going to be able to do this. Maybe yeah. I'm going to have to find another job yep. or am I going to, are there even thoughts of like, am I even going to be able to find a job I can do? Yep. That was, I'm going to have stamina for? There, and was, there, there, there was always that fear. Yeah, I mean, the company that I'm with and still with and was with while I was getting all this sort of getting through all of yeah. this stuff, um, mm. I'm still with them. They've been amazing to me. They kept me on payroll the whole time while I was in the hospital, wow. which meant that Good I could them. use the insurance policy, yes. wow. which was such a huge plus. Could you imagine how much money that would have been for me and my family if I didn't have insurance? Yeah, that's, I mean, dude, that's insane. We'd, crazy. We'd, you'd, you'd still be doing the GoFundMe. And that's exactly, and, and that's so not this industry either. Yeah, like people in this industry would be like, "Oh, you're sick. Well, fuck you. We're gonna find someone." Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's an attestment to how up. valuable. No, no. Yeah. That, I you mean, showed you were. They've been very, very good. Um, but yeah, I mean, coming back was like such a process. But they were always very much on my side in terms of like, do it at your own pace, do what you need to do. But there was never any once any shred of doubt on my mind that I was gonna change professions. Wow. Like this is the only thing that I can see myself doing. And your role Good. at this company is? Uh, so I orig originally was a manager. Yeah. Now mm -hmm. I'm senior manager, but head of comedy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm working with like a handful of traditional and digital, but also traditional comedians. Like people who have digital followings, but like with a Britney Ferlin are also trying to do yeah. traditional stuff. Yeah, you but started yeah. and run Britney's podcast, Exactly, right? yeah, 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 exactly. So I'm running her podcast over <coughs> with Josh Wolf, who you know as well, yep. um, and, and the roster just keeps growing. <coughs> and we got all these young guys that are popping up, like the new Miller or comedy people that we're trying to build out and yeah. do shows with them. But I mean, like, it's really, really cool. You know, it's a really cool kind of brand new millennial position where like it's so, it's so the wild west and it's changing every day and i mean the traditional folks are starting to catch on to what they can do with digital but like we're kind of like the premier yeah. spot for digital um and we just continue to grow and it's been really cool just kind of heading up this new initiative because nobody was doing it before which yeah. i don't understand uh, if there's ever a time where you're trying to get one of your clients something and you hear a no do you bring up the story always <laughs> i'm not even kidding like when i'm signing like when, yeah. when i'm signing people i yeah. totally bring it up yeah, I'm like I, I'm like you know, and it's some of it. Sometimes it's bullshit, but it's like you know, oh my god, like you know, I was so sick for a while, and actually there was this girl that I was talking to for a long time who's a YouTuber, um, and she's blind, mm -hmm. and she's like this huge inspiration. People are obsessed with her, and I really do like her content a lot. And I remember I reached out to her, just cold called. And I was like, look, I don't care if you end up working with me or not, but like, you're such a huge inspiration. I just had this like hugely traumatic life-threatening experience and seeing you like producing content every day and being so confident and being able to put yourself out there and not caring about what people might think about you. Like that's so inspiring. That doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. But like if I can ever use my experience to connect with someone else on an emotional or metaphysical or whatever level, of course I'll do it. You know, like even Drew Lynch, who I was working with for a while, you know, Drew, Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I would stutter. Yep. That was the first guy that I signed when I came out of the hospital. And of course we made a connection because we've both sure. been through the shit storm and back. Yeah. And everybody's had some type of He wasn't experience. born with a stutter. No, no. Right. He, no, he got uh he got hit with a baseball in his throat. Yeah. yeah. At like twenty one or something. And then all That's of a sudden insane. That terrible. Happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's impaired for the rest of his life, but he doesn't let that slow him down. Right. You know? he's like, stand -up so so again like, talks I mean, for a living. Exactly. So exactly. great. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's great. Um that's uh that fe that feeds you too yeah oh, i mean totally. just like having this job like yes. and getting every day is a new challenge and the amount of people that that, that you can affect um you you should be at some point i'm sure i mean hopefully this podcast you know 
I don't know how much you've told the story publicly. That pe- how many people that don't know you know the story. I, mean, my, I think like my closest fam- family and like my friends know. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah, not, it's not something that I like. You know, wear on my sh- on my shoulder, so to speak. And you're like, not like trying to do public speaking engagement. I mean, or... honestly, it's something I've thought about. Like, I really feel yeah, I like you should that. at some point because you're already speaker. a naturally gifted speaker and yeah, and stand up a few times. Like, you yeah, know yeah. it. And and again, having to be able to tell a story like this and be funny with it, I feel like is a home run. I mean, combo. here's here's what I've been thinking, and you tell me what you think about this. Because like when I was in rehab, it was me and like a ton of like 70, 80 year old men and women. Like Whoa. I was the youngest person by sixty plus years at this yeah. rehab facility. So all of the programs they had were so aged up, and there was mm. nothing for people my age. So I'm sitting in all these rooms with like older people who are not awake or like not able to function or have conversation right and they're like well brian like do you want to tell us about how you're feeling and it's like well i don't really feel comfortable doing this because there's nobody else around me who i feel connected they have no idea who ruben stuttered is exactly they don't know who clay aiken is they have no idea how do you relate exactly they don't even they didn't even any of the concerts you related to benny goodman (laughs) no i represent comedians like jack benny oh god (laughs) yeah no exactly no it's the same no seriously so like in my mind like if there's something that I can do to give back to mm-hmm. like this community or any community at all, it would be to set up like youth centers for like grief counseling for things like this. Yeah, like that's a great idea. People, people my age are having are get, are ha- getting sick every day. If it's cancer, if it's a stroke, if it's whatever sure. it is, mm-hmm. and I know that they have self help groups that exist. They do, but we weren't able to find any. No way. It's weird. Out here. Out here. Yeah, because I think Los out Angeles. here. Yeah, because I think out here there would be. There were zero. I mean, yeah, I, I, I would expect that if you were like in Des Moines, but you're in we're Los in Angeles. Los Angeles. There was nothing. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's. I feel like as you progress and continue to crush, like you're gonna opportunities are gonna come your way. And again, I think like this podcast being to have a chance to tell it in a way where you can, um, you know, truly be yourself. Yeah. And uh, and and there's. You know, shit, man. The amount of people they're probably just gonna reach out to you after this that are have gone through their own shit. I mean, it's like, um, and and by the I way, still can't I, even... and I love it. Like, I love when I meet someone. Like, I, I was just on a plane like two months ago, and I was sitting next to this woman, and she was like, "Yeah, like you know, I my daughter's best friend just had a stroke, and it was completely like a freak." It's it's like I have all of these like random connections with people all over the world. Are now. you going out of your way to do that more of than course, you did before? Of yeah. course. Do you, are you truly waking up with a? Like fucking looking like hello, mo- yes, hello day and like every you day know, I wake up to every, yeah, every day I wake up and I play the same song on my iPod or you know, what is I, that? Uh, We're gonna be happy for the yeah yeah no no I know I love uh, beautiful day beautiful day beautiful day beautiful day who's that who sings that song? Uh, me three no yeah, no no, no. <laughs> lovely day oh Bill Weathers. Husband. Oh Bill Weathers lovely day lovely day I love that song wow every day. That's a That's good the one. opening of your movie, dude. Every day. Yeah. Because there's a Lifetime original movie event Seriously, waiting to happen. I on can't this. wait for that to happen. And I, I mean, say that. And I and look, and some of you are like, Lifetime, isn't that that bullshit fucking channel that used to have Christmas movies with Candace Cameron? Yeah. What's your last name? Burray. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> I it. only know it because she married a hockey player. That's the only reason why I know it. Doesn't that. matter. You can count on Brad to know <laughs> stuff that you don't know. I love that. Uh, that doesn't matter. But right. it does matter. But it does See how it mattered right there? Yeah, yeah. It matters right now. What a there's um that show you was on yes. lifetime and now yeah, netflix yeah, yeah, yeah. and so i had so i had now have so much more respect for lifetime yeah, yeah. i mean but like we, everybody's but, producing premium now yes mm-hmm. um i love that so that song you you wake up you sing that 
And does that truly, what does it do to you? Does the consistency of that, because you did that shortly after the hospital, is that what? I mean, that How actually, much are you trying to connect back That to? started happening when I moved back into an apartment. Okay. Because I was mm-hmm. living with my folks at an apartment complex in Westwood for like six months after getting out of rehab, just because I wasn't really able to take care of myself just yet. Like it was hard for me to like, get in the shower. It was hard for me to get my clothes yeah, on. Yeah, so you needed help. to do everything. Well, that's what right. you're just telling me pre-show that uh, 45 minutes to get your socks on or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, in the beginning, it would take me 45 minutes to get my left sock on. Jeez. Now, not to, not, not to like, burst your bubble or anything, have you heard about the things that really help with that? Like yes. The, okay. Yes. Do you have one but of those now? I don't, because I always wanted to do it on my own. Okay. Well, uh, I, I didn't want to... Re- th- there are there are devices that yeah. you can buy that will help you with those things. There are also... I had one. <laughs> no, no, like, there are devices you can buy. There's also... Because, yeah. like, how, I can't tie my shoes. I only have one hand. Yeah. And for a while, people were like, oh, like, you can buy these, like, you know, these, like, stretchy things that, like, pull your laces up for you. But I'm like, right. that looks so lame. There's no way Ugh. I'm going to wear those. And I'm a, I'm a very... And I'll, I'll be honest. I'm a yeah. very, like... What's the word I'm trying to think of? Bougie? Right no, no. I, it was no low, I'd kill yeah. to be bougie. <laughs> I'd kill to be bougie. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, That's I'm, the name of your memoir. Yeah, I'm, I would kill to be bougie by Brian Lee Run. Yeah. Well, no, no, I, I, uh, no, I'm a very vain person. Like, yeah. I, and I try to not be in a fun way. In a fun way. Yeah. yeah like, I want to look good. Yes. Like, what's wrong I, I with like that? Looking good. And like, there's no way I'm gonna walk into work with these like stupid fucking stretchy laces that look like they're for a kid that you know can't yeah. you know fucking yeah. and blow I you guys replace the batteries in my life alert pouch. Seriously. Yeah. And I and by the way, I completely get it. Like, because uh, whenever I board a plane and I got to get my bag in the overhead storage bin. I do it myself, and people offer to help me all the time. I just go, no, I got this. And it, 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 it's not because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like, it, it's, it, it's vanity. I think it's just this, like, no, no, no. Th- I'm going to have a normal life. Yes. Right. And, I'm and not going to let somebody must. else. Yes. yes. And I have to have a normal life. Right. Well, see, for me, it's the opposite. In the mm-hmm. beginning, when I would get on planes, I'd be embarrassed to ask people for help to get my bag up on the top, and I'd struggle for 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. And people would just be like, dude, like we can help out. Like, no, no, I wanted to prove it to myself. But now I know, like, yeah, okay, maybe for a while I might not be able to get my bag up in the upper hand compartment. Gotta come to but terms that's okay. With that. like, yeah. That's yeah. all right. Like, I don't mind asking for help. Like, yeah. That's okay. And I'm, I'm not going to be bigger than what I need to be. So, yeah. you, so you wake up each morning. I just want to lastly know, like, yeah, how yeah. much do you do on a daily basis to connect? to what you went through to just get those daily bursts of, of a man thank like just to in, in case you feel yourself going down a path of like you know complaining about something that maybe right. you shouldn't how yeah. do you quickly access what you went through to go hey man back take a step back yeah i mean i i think it's like a perfect example like yesterday for example i was having a i was having a call with an agent at one of the you know top three agencies, we don't have to name names or sure. where it was, but like you know how those calls can be. All star, like, the all star agency on La Brea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm joking, by the way. I almost <laughs> signed say. with them my first year. They oh, were, that's a real place. Yeah, the all star. I think you should. I think you should go back. I know. I'm, I'm looking to make a change. It was. You, you could be I the mean, premier guy there. Would you rather there. be a big fish in a small pond or a small fish in a big? Pond? Or the only fish or in the a only big fish pond. in a ditch? <laughs> Do you want? Yeah. Oh my God! That was if that wasn't their pitch on the door. You want to be the only fish in a yeah. ditch? Do you no want water. to come here? Do you want to be Jimmy Butler <laughs> on the Heat, where it's like that's your sure. that's your fucking team in or, Miami? Yeah, or, or or do you want to be Sean Livingston when he was on the Warriors, where it's like great player, 
ninth best guy on the yeah. team. None of that means anything to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, so you had this call and you just got frustrated, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, it was just like a classic, like, yo, you're stepping on toes, like, back off, like, we got this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, normally I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, yes. this is my thing. Yeah. I'm championing this, like, step off. But I get this call. And although my instinct says, attack this person, mm-hmm. fight for yourself, there was something inside of me that that one day was just like, you know what? I'm having a really good moment right now. Like I feel happy with my life and I feel content. Good things are happening. Why do I want to waste and ruin all that with fighting with someone that's going to get me nowhere and ultimately lead to more drama? Mm-hmm. Wow. Just avoid it. Yeah. Just be bigger than it. That, that, and, that's awesome, man. And that's a really mature thing to think where you go like, yeah, I could do this. I, I, I could go down this road. Yeah. But like you say, you're in a good place. You're happy. Why have that switch over what? Yeah. Exactly. Over what? Exactly. So yeah, that's a that, that that's a really healthy attitude, man. And I mean, I hate that sometimes people have to go through something like that yeah. you went through to to arrive at that mindset yeah. and to be in that place. But it's like you said earlier. It's at it's at the same time the worst and the best thing that ever happened. Yeah, I mean, I mean, my family and I talk about it all the time. I mean, like even for just like I'm I'm an only child, so like my yeah. relationship with with my mother and my father while all this was happening was so hard because you know they were my caregivers for a while like i was living with them and i'd put all of the stress and depression onto them and we would have these screaming matches and like we'd be throwing stuff and it was was terrible it was horrible and my parents are the most you met them they're most amazing people in the world but i mean this whole experience has made us such a closer closer knit because there's no way they were gonna not do that for you but also they don't God, that's the part that, I mean, again, and that's the part in a movie that like you would really need to see because yes. that's the part where you go, you think it's all rainbows and hand jobs once you get out of the hospital. Well, hopefully not with your parents, but. <laughs> okay, bad <laughs> hey, example. Hey, man, let's, let's not exclude I the should have said cookies. I didn't want to say two of the things that, okay. So, um, rainbows and cookies. Yeah, so, uh, hand jobs. And hand jobs. <laughs> Cookie flavored hand jobs. I, lo- I would try one. <laughs> ben and Jerry's, the new yeah. hand job cookie. Cookie dough. Come on down and try the new hand job cookie. Extra creamy. <laughs> hand job cookie. Was it cream gay? Yeah, made, made with cream gay. We made with cream gay. Cream, but you know, it's cream like of gay. Getting to see getting to see that time because they the the how you just think you get out and you go, now we're all on the clear. Now it's just yeah. about recovering. But it's like, dude, you try I mean, in the speed at which you recover and feeling maybe the good days, now you can back off. Yep. You just probably getting depressed at some so, points yeah. because you're just like fuck man like I, I don't i mean yeah you're amazing dude i mean dude it's i mean it's been such a like a team effort and i don't take that lightly i mean like my team quote unquote whenever i call them my team by the way at like the hospital they're like we're not a team why do you i'm like I'm, yeah. i work in hollywood yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah um, but yeah but everyone at the hospital like they're all so amazing keep they, in touch with them all the time cool all the time and, they, and like they, they're like family now i mean you know like they, they were they stay they were with us through, through such a hard time his and, heart is sending them emails right now literally <laughs> literally <laughs> And, and I can tell they're downloading this podcast, and I, yeah, and, I, yeah, yeah. and I can tell that neither of you have, have attached to the Wi-Fi yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, he gets a little buzz every yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Fuck. Got, yeah. got it. Got all it. Right, Spam right. alert. It's yeah. all yeah. filled. It's all filled. Yeah. The signal's really low right now. Turn off. Turn off cookies. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I mean, I think it's like. I mean, I, I'm very blessed to be surrounded by amazing people. You and are I have man. Great friends and. Well, it's it's all it stems from you, man. Because you know people, you know. I think there's a lot of good in people and a lot of people that I think will rise to the occasion to be at somebody's disposal when shit hits the fan, but yeah. like extra times 10 when that person is uh, is somebody like like Brian Lieberman, oh, you thanks, know? Man. So, uh, dude, yeah. 
Thank, thank you. For, you. This was unbelievable. Yeah. No, this was unbelievable. Did you have a good time? I love this show I in mean, general. I know he's, but he's, now he's I love it true, more. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Would you would, would you say this is the best thing to happen to you since waking up with the coma? One hundred percent. Okay, good. <laughs> without without a doubt. Yeah. Um, follow you on socials. Sure. Yeah. Follow me on social media. Uh, Instagram at unbelievable, like unbelievable. I love that. Unbelieb, yeah. L-I-E-B, yep. able. I think he's, you did that before the Beebs did. Like, oh, the I belie- did. Right. <laughs> I created it my senior year of college, and he wasn't popular yet. There you go. Yeah. So honestly, if Scooter, if you're, Scooter, if you're listening, we Scooter need to talk. Yeah, yeah, we do. And he's in hot water right now, isn't he? Yeah, because he's like just, Taylor Swift yeah, he, or something. He bought her. He bought her entire catalog. Why did he do that? Because he's know. a dick. Wait, even, <laughs> so that basically was like, did he work with the company that? Oh. I have no idea. I, I I hate the gossip stuff, but I, I do think that he's been doing some. Not so good stuff. By the way, uh, uh, Scooter, that was uh, Adam and Brian saying all the bad shit about oh, me. This is yeah. me, Brad Williams, saying, Dude, like, yeah, you want great guy. tickets. I mean, <laughs> I mean <laughs> honestly, are you if, kidding me? If, if you <laughs> get those I tickets, go. I, I want to go, too. <laughs> I watched a documentary by myself in Irvine before a comedy Which one? show once. The, the never, Which the never, one? never How say many never. Docs are there? Never say never. Yeah, I saw that in theaters, dude. Can I? Me too. <laughs> in three D. <laughs> okay, well, you beat me on that. That hair in three D. So cool. It was I was there. Was pretty good. I, uh, I was there. So funny. It was inspiring, though. Like truly, here I was being like, this kid just was working on raw talent, but I'm like, he went to radio stations at like twelve and around the country to play songs live. Also, you're seeing him drumming at seven, and you're Crazy. like, what? The dude's <laughs> a real talent. Yeah. And I I respect the fuck out of him. I met him once at the uh, chiropractor that I used to go to. They also do cupping and and some acupuncture and stuff. Mm. And uh, I mean, Timberlake, it's a very cool place in Beverly Hills. It's very bougie. Very bougie. (laughs) Yeah. I'd kill to be bougie. I aspire to be bougie. (laughs) So uh, we'll go here. And and I'm in there and I get up from the cupping. I'm in my boxers and the doors open as I'm getting to walk out. So I'm standing in my boxers and Biebs is standing there uh, at the counter to check in mm-hmm. or in the little waiting room. And he looks at me and he goes, he goes, what up? And I go, oh. yo. And I go, this is how we were supposed to meet. And he goes, and he starts laughing. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, he goes, he goes, what'd you get? I go cupping. He goes, ah, oh, the best. I go, I feel great, dude. I go, I feel like I can be one of your backup dancers. He's like, we should talk. I go, we should talk. I go, we're talking. Let's get into it. Give me your just info. having this great banter. What's like, your Instagram in my boxers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and he's just being real sweet. And then I go. Whole time. I'm thinking, don't get hard, don't get hard, don't get hard. And then he goes, he goes, he goes, he goes, what do you do? And because uh, he's just having fun banter like that. Yeah. You're me- I think any person now is like a little interested. In, and I go, I'm a comic. And he goes, oh shit. He goes, you know, Chris D'Elia. I go, I'm on a show with him tonight. He loves D'Elia, doesn't loves he? He's yeah. his favorite comic. Yeah. I go, I'm on a show with him tonight. Started with him. And he was like, that's the best. And I go, do you want to come to the show? He goes, yeah. He goes, take my number. Took his number, texted with him a few times. And then on the third text, not delivered. <laughs> Changed his number. Well, because but, but guess what? Got two exchanges. There you go. And talked to him in my box. Which well, hey, dear have, diary. I see that you have a lot of like memorabilia. Being yeah. like, why would you not screenshot that text and put that? Hilarious. Up? I think you I'm still go psycho. back and do it. <laughs> you should, dude. I mean, do I do I have a framed picture with him when when he came to the Laugh Factory? Maybe. I would too. <laughs> I know. I told my nieces that, by the way, and they—they're so cute. By the way, your nieces—I know. You—you create so much content with them. I need to go back and do because they—they love these shows where you um where you watch a um um uh, uh that you make slime. Oh, the slime yeah. channels. Yeah. Huge part of our business. So they, I'm, I'm going to do that for them soon. <laughs> and unwrapping presents. Yeah. To be a kid now and to know if we could have made money on opening toys. The richest guy on YouTube is a kid that opens toys. P.S. Ryan's hey. Toy Reviews. What is his name? R- Ryan's Toy Reviews. See? Hey, Ryan. 
Fuck you, <laughs> you rich <laughs> bastard. You're literally not He's doing three. anything. He's three. <laughs> I don't know what oh, he is. God, and they had a, okay. and they sold the show back. to Nickelodeon. Of course they did. What He's gonna doing? open some more toys. Where they're oh, literally boy. just opening. Oh look, toys. he's gonna open another toy. Yeah, but did he go? Did what? he? Did he? Uh, did he? Did he live through a coma? No. See. Fuck you, Ryan. But, yeah, but you want to know something? We can make that happen. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Show. That's the show. Thanks for tuning in. We had laughs and stories. Now go listen to more episodes on iTunes or your phone. Subscribe and tell your family and everyone you know. But what should I tell them? Well, you can just tell them that. subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessamay Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. What's up, dog? This is your pal Bugs Bunny. Say, uh, I got a question for you. Do you know who has the head of Elmer Fudd and the body of Foghorn Leghorn? Why, that's Adam Ray and Brad Williams. Ain't I a stinker? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.